It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. Dairy Gold Agribusiness for quality feed, expert service and support you can trust. Welcome to our programme. I'm John O'Connor. Coming up, a review of the National Ploughing Championships 2019, transferring the family farm clinic in Dunmanway 23rd, tillage seminar, Corin Mart for Moy, also Monday 23rd. But our top story, I spoke to Mr Pat O'Toole, news correspondent, Irish Farmers Journal, about the position on Friday, we spoke on Friday, regarding the blockades of factories and developments in solving the beef price controversy. Pat, as we speak this Friday evening, what's the position as you see it? We've had eight weeks now since the first protest started. We had uh, the ending of the first protest, prolonged discussions, an agreement reached between six farm organisations and the processors um, in the presence of the minister and the chairman, Michael Dowling. Um, That agreement didn't hold and farmers went back uh, onto the gates. We had further negotiations last weekend uh, exhaustive negotiations from Saturday morning until Sunday afternoon without a break. Seven farm organisations this time, the Independent Farmers, Joining Beef Plan and the established farm organisations in, in those negotiations. And we still have farmers on the gates even though agreement was reached between those seven farm organisations and MOI. Um, so we now have a backlog of, at, at, at this weekend, over 90,000 cattle, closer to 100,000 cattle we estimate. Uh, 120 million at least of cattle on farms that should have been slaughtered normally. That backlog, to put it in context, if we kill an extra 5,000 cattle a week, which would be a huge increase, typical kill is around 35,000. So if we killed an extra 5,000 cattle a week, it would take about four months to clear the backlog, uh, which brings us well into this uh, end of the winter uh, season. And uh, that's a huge ask. So um, as things stand, there's a huge fallout from this, these protests. And what we're saying in the journal, we're talking directly to the people on the gates. They need to step away. They need to step back. This has to end. A deal has been agreed between the seven farm organisations representing the vast majority of farmers, and that deal must hold. It would appear to any neutral, fair observer that the Irish Farmers Journal is giving leadership. You're giving leadership and you are putting forward a very positive line looking at the comments there of your editor, Mr Justin McCarthy. He's saying farmers need the beef factory protests to end. Are we going to have self-inflicted damage that on reflection in years to come, even before Mercosur kicks in, even before Brexit, even before 
those huge unknowns, we would do this to our own industry, despite the best intentions uh, motivating it? Yeah, well, I mean, look, um, no one doubts that the farmers who went on the gates did so with the best of intentions. And there have been significant gains. Um, They're not going to get the deal they want if they walk away from the gates now. But it needs to happen because uh, their fellow farmers, especially those with uh, with cattle, uh, Finnish cattle, uh, have to sell their cattle. They have to get some money in. We At the ploughing championships this week, we had farmer after farmer coming to us. Um, we had mark managers from all over the country relaying that their best customers are missing or unable to buy or coming looking for temporary credit because they can't buy cattle until they sell cattle. The weaning trade has held up and it has masked the reality because of a huge uh, surge of interest uh, from exporters. And that's brilliant. Um, but the reality is that for forward stores, the market lies with fellow farmers. And if um, if they're not at the ring, there's going to be very poor trade for those forward stores. They'll be coming off grass in the next few weeks. So it does matter. But for those farmers who have cattle to kill, like they are going broke at the moment. A lot of them have held um, in sympathy and solidarity with the people on the gates. And what we need now is the people on the gates to show sympathy and empathy and solidarity with the people who have cattle to kill and end this protest. In your journal, 21st of September 2019, you have the reaction of all of the farm organisations who were there when the deal was hammered out recently, we thought. So you have the views clearly expressed, be it right down from Meat Industry Ireland, Cormac Healy, right down to the views of even the Independent Farmers Group, IFA, ICMSA, INHFA, all the farm organisations. All we were doing is calling it as we see it, and it's not that we don't recognise the uh, the sacrifices that have been made by the people at the gates for the last eight weeks. But there is a danger that they become so wedded at their position that, that they lose perspective of their real uh, importance. We also have to realise that it's a very small percentage of the overall farming community who are at the gates. And the sympathy that all farmers had for the initial protest has significantly ebbed away. And the credibility of farming is at stake here now because if the main farm organisations... The IFA has 72,000 members registered, audited, affiliated. Similarly, ICMSA has 16,000 members. The ICSA has 11,000 members paid up. And if those people um, elect leaders and those leaders negotiate on their behalf, the moral authority that the uh, farm leaders have always had is held in the fact that if an agreement is made, it is, it is held to and it is adhered to and it is honoured. And uh, that's why the farm organisations can send in representatives to negotiate for distressed farmers, farmers in financial difficulties with the banks or with uh, whether it's the uh, EU Commission or the government or any department in the government or indeed with the meat processors. The the key to the farmers' uh, credibility as negotiators is that they have a mandate and that if they do a deal, their word is their bond. And that all breaks down if for the second time farmers reject the agreement on the gates that has been made by their elected leaders or the elected leaders of the vast majority of farmers. So you have the few dictating to the many and uh, that would damage farming incredibly in the long term. There's no doubting the sincerity of the people on the gates, but the perspective um, of cattle finishers has to be remembered here and the very few of the people at the gates, um, we believe, Uh, have 
that as much skin in the game as the people who have cattle building up on farms. If you're someone who only kills uh, 10 cattle every three weeks, you know, they now have 25 cattle. That's 20 grand. But 20 grand in cash flow on a, on a farm, typical farm in Ireland, that's huge. That's bread on the table money, college fees, but it's also go back to the market and buy more cattle. So it's filtering back. The whole system is blocked at this stage, is bunged up, and we've got to free that up. So look, I think, uh, John, that I, I think everyone uh, accepts that uh, the protest became almost inevitable. The farmers are going to react to the way fa- factories have been behaving in recent years, and especially last year during the drought. Um, when, if you think back, the co-ops stepped up, the dairy co-ops and supported their farmers, merchants stepped up in any way they could. There was huge extended credit. We had the banks uh, offering holidays on loans to to um, uh, to their uh, farmers. We had the minister uh, initiating a fodder crisis scheme in the spring and then in the autumn. We had the uh, catch crop scheme, uh, tillage farmers uh, for no real gain to themselves sowing catch crop, which could be grazed, and we got through uh, through the metal. And the factories stood apart. Um, most farmers would feel that the processors took advantage of the situation. It was very hard to get cattle booked in and killed. Factories were uh, putting everything on the long finger. Animals were on the brink of going out of spec, or in the case of bulls, frequently going out of spec. I think that led directly to the uh, emergence of the beef plan last autumn and uh, to the disgruntlement that was felt all year. We held that huge event in the Shearwater in Ballinasloe, the Farmers' Journal, that beef summit in the spring, and it was palpable that farmers no longer trusted the factories, no longer believed them, no longer felt that the factories were cooperating or working in partnership with farmers, but were exploiting the difficulties farmers were going through. And I think that led inevitably to the protests. But we can pour over the, the, the ashes of why this all, or the embers of why this all started uh, some winter night. Right now, the judgment call of the vast majority of the leaders of Irish farmers is that this must stop. It's also the judgment call of the Farmers' Journal. And we understand on Friday evening here that uh, the farmers at the three uh, factories in Cork, at Charleville, at Watergrass Hill and in Bandon are still on the gates. We would appeal to them to reflect on the importance of them showing the same courage uh, that brought them to the gates. It takes a lot of courage to step away without getting what you want, but that courage is in them, and we believe that now is the time for them to exhibit it. Thank you, Pat. Mr Pat O'Toole, News Correspondent, Irish Farmers Journal, speaking to Farm Talk on Friday 20th of September 2019. For updates on the present situation regarding the beef controversy, please tune to C103 Hourly Bulletins. Subsequent to Mr Pat O'Toole's interview with Farm Talk on Friday evening, September 20th, the Irish Farmers Journal issued details regarding breaking news at 23.45. The news that beef factory protests had ended at Cork, Waterford, Tipperary, Clare, Kilkenny and Mayo. Farmers had left the pickets in the previous hours. Coming up, details of the Irish Farmers' Journal breaking news issued 23.45, Friday, September 20th. Further details from the Irish Farmers' Journal breaking news issued 23.45 on Friday, 20th of September. 
Protesters outside beef factories in Cork, Waterford, Tipperary, Clare, Kilkenny and Mayo had left the picket in earlier hours. Farmers at ABP Care stood down 8pm on Friday after a day of intense discussions amongst themselves and with fellow protesters in Munster. Votes at Dawn Granite County Kilkenny and ABP Ferrybank Waterford also finished in favour of ending pickets at the factory gates on Friday night. Pickets at Dawn Charleville and Keepak Watergrass Hill had also ended on Friday evening. It's understood farmers had left the factory gates at Meadow Meats in Rathdowney on Friday night too. Farmers ended their protest at Slaney Foods in Wexford on Wednesday and at ABP in Nina County Tipperary on Thursday night. In the rest of the country, farmers outside Dawn, Ballyhawness and County Mayo voted to end their action. It had been the scene of some of the largest protests over the course of the past seven weeks. It's also understood that farmers are still debating their course of action at Liffey Meats in Ballinasloe, County Galway, Kipak in Athleague, County Roscommon, Kipak at Ballymahan, County Longford, and Kipak in Kilbegan, County Westmeath. The Irish Farmers' Journal Breaking News pointed out that the journal understood that a number of senior Beef Plan Movement members had spoken to leaders at each of these factories earlier on Friday. Their decision on whether to end protests was still awaited late Friday. Protesters had also come under increasing pressure in recent days from farmers who are looking to get their cattle and sheep slaughtered after a seven-week break in normal slaughtering at each of the plants. A number of other locations remain blocked Friday evening, as understood, with protests continuing outside. Liffey meets Bally James Duff, County Cavan, after talks had failed during the week. And that's the gist of breaking news from the Irish Farmers' Journal, issued 23.45, Friday, 20th of September, 2019. Please stay tuned to hourly news bulletins on C103 for updates regarding developments in the beef price row. Details of an important tillage seminar upcoming. A tillage seminar will take place at Coronmart for Moy on Monday 23rd of September at 7.30pm. Topics will include aphid management and control for autumn 2019. Speaker Kieran Collins, Chagask Tillage Specialist. Winter Cereal Varieties Speaker Miss Elaine Clifford, Chagask Tillage Advisor. Autumn Weed Control Speaker Mr Michael McCarthy, Chagask Tillage Advisor. Grass Weed Identification Workshop Speaker Mr Jimmy Staples, Chagask ECT Project Advisor. The Chairman Mr John Horgan, Regional Manager, Chagask Cork East. IASIS points are available at this tillage seminar Corin Mart for Moy, Monday 23rd of September, 7.30pm. The Department of Agriculture, Food and the Marine reminds sheep farmers that the closing date for a sheep EID tag subsidy scheme is September 30th, 2019. Sheep farmers who have not already ordered sheep tags since 1st of October 2018 have just a short time left now to complete their first order of electronic sheep tags to avail of a payment under the Sheep EID Tag Subsidy Scheme. The once-off scheme has been in operation since 1st of October 2018 and, to date, payments of more than €1.4 million have been made out to sheep farmers. 
Under the scheme, the Department of Agriculture, Food and the Marine is subsidising by one euro the cost of each electronic tag purchased in the first electronic sheep tag order completed between 1st of October 2018 and September 30th 2019, up to a maximum of €100 euro per person. A minimum order of 10 electronic tags is required for eligibility to the scheme. €168.5 million Euro under the 2019 Areas of Natural Specific Constraint Scheme and Areas of Specific Constraint Island Scheme have commenced issuing this week to almost 79,000 farmers. Minister Creed said this marks the commencement of the payment of some €1.6 billion Euro to Irish farmers under various schemes in coming months. Mr Dave Mulcahy, Secretary, Cork East Ploughing Association and Director to the Board of NPA, the National Ploughing Association, joins us on the Farm Talk programme. Dave, welcome to the programme. Now a brief uh, look back, a brief uh, review of the 2019 National Ploughing Championships at which Cork did very well, both counties, Cork West and Cork East. Yes, John, as far as the Curtain Falls on the 2019 National Ploughing Championships, which was held this week in Benlatrafin and County Carlow, it's no doubt it has been a tremendous success for both the National Ploughing Association of Ireland and locally for Cork County Ploughing, that would be taking both Cork West, Cork East as a whole. There has no doubt there has been, we had predicted last week on your programme, that there will be numerous uh, gold, silver and bronze medals, a lot of silverware coming home. And yes, indeed, we were correct. There was a un- tremendous amount of silverware announced bo- uh, over the three evenings after the bandstand above there. It has been a f- phenomenal success for ploughing for both Cork East and Cork West as a whole, or Cork County as a whole. And um, with, uh, with uh, 297,000 uh, people visiting the ploughing over the three days. It has come to be the most successful uh, national ploughing championships of the of all times, of the history of the national ploughing or the NPA. And um, as we had said, and we were thinking that it was going to be um, an ice cream ploughing, it certainly was with temperatures of 23, 24 degrees in dead heat. It was testing, very much testing for competitors and judges alike. Uh, I'm not too sure what it was like inside the trade stands because uh, my part of the whole thing would be over the competitions and organising the competitions and the judges and supervisors and all that. Um, but it was tremendous heat, uh, very, very tough going outside. Our very, very loose, um, silty soil, which had turned into pure dust by the time Tuesday morning had come. Um, a lot of competitors from the south wouldn't be, um, wouldn't have never have experienced this kind of soil before. Very dusty stuff, but there's no doubt on the Tuesday evening, with uh, several first, second, ends and thirds announced off of the bandstand, uh, again Wednesday evening, uh, first, second, and thirds announced, and again on uh, on Thursday evening. There was just to mention a few of the, the competitions that have uh, have been won down south. Just the, the vintage trailer by John Wolf from West Cork, the under forty half class by Jeremy Delaney of East Cork. Market class joined first place there was Dave Murphy from Bantia Marker. 
So um, that's just the flavour. I know the special horse class, uh, Cork East, won that with Jeremiah Delaney, the senior horse class, runner-up, JJ Delaney. Um, but like, just to give you a flavour of the whole thing, Cork in, in, as a whole, Going exceptionally well. Jim Grace there on Tuesday winning the Intermediate Convention. Fantastic uh, achievement for Jim after having several attempts at it. Finally, been so close on numerous occasions to get over the line and to plough on the Wednesday in the senior class and then on Thursday to reach the test match for the World Championships, where again Eamon Tracy in the Conventional and John Whelan in the Reversible came to the fore and won. The overall, so the John Whelan, Amy Tracy go forward to represent Ireland in Russia in 2020. And just on the reversible there, congratulate Jock Coakley and Liam O'Driscoll, who are third and fourth respectively in the reversible in the, the world test. So there's fantastic achievements for them lads. And no doubt they are big names within the national ploughing and within ploughing the European and world level. So well done again to them lads. Before we finish up, we just want to congratulate our managing director, uh, Anime McHugh, who on yesterday evening in Wales was uh, um, given an honours Doctor of Science, honours Calgar um, degree. She left uh, Ireland on Thursday night, approximately half 11, and travelled through the night. She was getting a boat from Ross Lair over to Wales, over to Francisco on Friday received the Doctor of Science honours Calgar, um, which was a fantastic uh, occasion for both NMA and the National Plowing that she's getting that recognition for her her service to agriculture, both Irish agriculture and agriculture uh, throughout the world because she is known throughout the world. So we want to congratulate NMA and uh, again congratulate her team in the National Plowing and the chairman who we spoke about last week, uh, Dennis Cohen, who yesterday um, would have been would have been his last um, national championships as chairman, had three fantastic years, and Dennis will be chairman until the AGM next May, and um, there's no doubt it, things ran very well for him the last number of days. He's a lot of appointments. He was very busy. He was constantly on the go. So again, congratulate Dean and. Um, and as for that's it really. And again, to thank yourself, John, and the all staff there at C103 in Mallow for all your help and your promotion of the, the sport for us on an ongoing basis. And there's no doubt you've been at the, the end of the phone at any time. And if we wanted to get something brought up with a short notice, you've always accommodated us. And to thank you and the staff in C103 for all your help. And... Uh, I suppose we'll, there'll be lots of celebrations both in East Cork and West Cork over the next couple of weeks to celebrate all the, the gold, silver and bronze medals um, that have been won at the, the national championships. I suppose one thing that I can't leave before I finish up is to congratulate Kieran Coakley from West Cork who was crowned the, the Five Nations Convention Champion on Wednesday evening. Uh, Kieran uh, ploughed on Tuesday and on Wednesday in Stubble winning both days and overall champion, 2019 Five Nations champion, Kieran Coakley from West Cork. And congratulate Gary Ireland from Kilkenny, who also won the the Five Nations reversible competition. So it was a, a double win for Ireland in Five Nations. So to congratulate both them, Kieran, of course, from West Cork and Gary from Kilkenny. So that's it really for us, John. 
Um, the curtain has fallen on the 2019 Championships. There's no um, sites yet set for the 2020 Championships, but uh, no doubt in the next two, three weeks that will be sorted because there's a bit of a process that has to go on after um, with the traffic management and everything. Um, the traffic worked very well for the Gardaí this year. I don't think there was any problems or any, any uh, major hiccups. Like we had said, there could be teething problems on the Tuesday morning, but from what we gathered, there was no um, no major problems and there was no major hassles as far as we can, as far as we're aware of, I suppose you would say. So all in all, you'd have to say it was it was a fantastic championship. Um, it was warm. It was there was very large crowds there. It's a, it was a good site. Maybe a small bit too dry for the ploughing competitors, but that's it. it. Was the same for every person, and it was he who could make the most of it, or she in the case of it. And um, all in all, it was fantastic and well done, one and all. Thank you very much indeed, Mr. Dave Mulcahy, Secretary Cork East Ploughing Association and Director of the Board of MPA, the National Ploughing Association. And we endorse all of those congratulations which you've mentioned for all of the people you mentioned there. And no doubt in due course we'll have details of local matches, but we're always very happy indeed to broadcast any of your reports from Cork East or ploughing in general. Dave, thank you very much indeed. Thank you, John. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mr. Philip Cotter, PRO for the Cork East Ploughing Association, joins us on the farm programme. Philip, welcome to the programme. Now, looking back at the 2019 National Ploughing Championships, great weather, good conditions, and in general, a very successful 2019 National Ploughing Championships. John, absolutely correct. We had a magnificent weather for the three days. For the four days, like we went up on Monday, and sure that was just as good as the other three. But uh, as the the time went on from Tuesday to Wednesday to Thursday. The temperatures were actually gaining each day. So it was absolutely magnificent weather concerned. And the ground was superb ground, but of course each day it was drying a bit more and the drying did have an effect, slight effect and on the ground it was getting harder. But overall, everybody I think enjoyed it and there was traffic was very flowed very smoothly as far as we could see anyway. We didn't have any hold-ups coming in, going from the hotel and getting in on Monday evening or getting out on Thursday evening. 
we, we, we were absolutely non-stop driving, no, no hold-ups and no slow driving or anything. Jantras, so we, we thought now that it was one of the, the better ones in the past few years. And the ploughing, everybody, I think uh, I'd just like to congratulate all the Cork East team and all the other teams as well, of course. And uh, we had some success. Everybody didn't come home with silverware, but everybody don't gave it their best effort, and we'll congratulate them in doing that. But we did have uh, some so nice success, and uh, we had uh, Jeremiah Delaney, who got two firsts, in the under 40 horse and in the special horse. And his dad, J.J. Delaney, got a second. And uh, Trevor Fleming got a first in the mm-hmm. single forward vintage. And then we had J.J. Um, Delaney got a second. Dave Murphy got a second. And uh, Michael Hannon got a second. And Orla Hayes, who was a novice conventional. So we don't... We're, very pleased with the, the, the success, John. And as I say, everybody didn't get a trophy, but they gave a good account of themselves. And we had uh, 14, I think, in all, taking part. And um, we, like, just like to congratulate the team in general for taking part and for qualifying over the county and doing their bit. And as you know, we have already one match behind us qualifying for the coming year. And on the 29th of September... I think we'll be coming back to you again. We'll be starting the, the next one and go through. But I'll be back to you again in the future with that. But overall, I think the 2019 National Finals, John, were a huge success, I think. Uh, uh, that would be our opinion anyway. That intense heat which we're virtually unused to here in Ireland. It's not often that you'll go to a, a plowing match any day with a shot and pants and a pair of runners. Do you know what I mean? I would say anyway that we'd prefer it than the wind and the rain. We'll take it no matter what. It's with you'd lose. I think you'd, you know, if the weather is in your favour, things like that, it makes one hell of a difference. Thank you very much indeed, Mr. Philip Cotter, PRO for the Cork East Ploughing yeah. Association. Thank you, Philip, very much indeed. Thanks very much, John. Joining us on the Dairy Gold uh, Farm Talk programme, Mr. Richard White, PRO Cork West Ploughing Association. Richard, welcome to the programme. Now you've got a review of West Cork achievements at the recent National Ploughing Association NPA National Ploughing Championships. Uh, yes, John, and it was uh, great, uh, successful ploughing, uh, exceptional weather. Couldn't have been better. I think uh, Mrs. Anna May McHugh must have been on our knees with weeks praying because the weather was exceptional. You could uh, walk around all three days in your Sunday shoes and not have the specked up on them. Such, so good were the conditions. And, uh, and very large attendances and, and um, uh, very enjoyable and, and happy, happy occasion for everybody, all concerned because of, of the conditions. Um, on the ploughing side, uh, a very good, successful uh, campaign again for the Cork West people with, with many first prizes and many good placings throughout all the different competitions. Um, we started on Tuesday in, in the vintage two for trailer class. In first place was John Wolf. In the intermediate conventional tractor class, in first place was Jim Grace, and uh, second John A. O'Donovan, and both qualifying to plough the seniors on the Wednesday. The intermediate reversible in second place was Michael Witcherly. Uh, in the under 21 class, uh, in third place was James O'Sullivan. In the under 28 conventional class, in fourth place was George Kirby. In the under 28 reversible uh, class, in fifth place was Conor O'Farrell. 
and in the under 40 horse class in fifth place was Shane McCarthy. Now, the Five Nations Championships was held uh, this year in conjunction with the All-Ireland Plying, where um, our Republic of Ireland, Northern Ireland, England, Scotland, Wales, all the, the joint the Five Nations Championships. And um, uh, playing for Republic of Ireland was Ian Coakley of Cork West, and he was best first uh, on day one on the Tuesday. On Wednesday, then, we had uh, the Farmright class, and in third place was Ellen Nyan. In the market class, in third place was David Welsh. And in the Five Nations conventional class again, in first place was Kieran Coakley, so he won the winning the competition outright over the two days. And when the announcements were made of the people for the test match on Thursday, in the conventional class, uh, John Murphy and Jim Grace qualified to plough in the test match on Thursday. And in the reversible class, uh, Lee Motriscoe, George Coakley and Michael Witchley qualified to, to plough in that uh, class. Um, on Thursday in the novice two for a conventional class in first place was Nilo Driscoll and in the standard three for a reversible class in first place was Padraig Welch and um, in the single for a class uh, in fifth place was Gordon Jennings now in the um, in the senior conventional class when the results of the two days were called out in on Thursday evening um, in the conventional class in first place was Eamon Tracy of Carlo Second was Martin Kew of Wexford. Um, the Donegal brothers of Matthew and Gary Thames took third and fourth. Sean Keating and Frank Cullen of Wexford took fifth and sixth. And John Murphy and Jim Grace of Cork West were joined seventh. In the senior reversible class, in first place was uh, John Whelan of Wexford. Second place, then Donnelly of Wexford. Third was George Coakley of Cork West. Fourth was Lee Driscoll of Cork West. Uh, fifth was Tom Donnelly of Wicklow and joined six was Michael Witchley, Cork West and Gary Ireland of, of Kilkenny. The winners there in both classes were uh, the previous winners, John Whelan in the reversible, Eamon Tracy uh, taking the top places. They, they recently ploughed at the World Ploughing in Minnesota in, in America during August and um, it took two months to get their tractors and ploughs out there and they still hadn't returned for national championships. So both of them were ploughing with their son's ploughs, and they still came out on top again. So it's not easy to... They're, uh, they're, um, they both won silver medals at the, at the World Ploughing, so it just shows what the standard of ploughing is like and how hard it is to, to make the top grade or get a place in the world. So uh, I suppose it, it was a, a very good... A very good uh, season for, for the Cork West with many winners. So I'd like to thank all the people who took part and all the, all the ones who were placed for and congratulate them on their success. I'd like to thank the Bandon Club for their work in um, organising the transport of the team and, uh, and sorting them out at the All-Ireland. And uh, I suppose especially I'd like to thank uh, the people who provided lorries. And I'd also like to thank our sponsors, Michael Ryan and Max Oil, who provided the team with a, with a brilliant set of jerseys and who give very strong financial support also. Thank you very much indeed, Mr Richard White, PRO for the Cork West Ploughing Association. A great result indeed, uh, Richard, and a memorable year 2019. The clubs, so if, if they have a winner, uh, there, is, there is a night for them in their local area, and I think there'll be quite, quite a lot of parties between now and Christmas, because there was a good few, there was a good few first prize winners, and I think, that, you know, they deserve to be... Um, acknowledged and, and um, 
what they've achieved. And uh, there will be, I think, a, a good welcoming home for them all individually. Thank you, Richard. Thank you very much, John. Mr Anthony Deneen, Dry Stock Advisor with Chagask in McCroom, joins us on the Farm Programme. Anthony, details of the very popular Chagask organised Transferring the Family Farm event planned, I understand, for the Parkway Hotel, Dunmanway, Monday 23rd of September. This is a morning event starting 10.30am. Chagask are delighted to be organising um, another one. It's on next Monday, John, the 23rd of September at half past 10. Uh, the venue for, for, for this is in the Parkway Hotel in Dumanway. And I suppose just a little bit about the clinic. It's open to all farmers and, and farmers and their families. Okay, the event is you know, it's designed to enlighten and to, to educate farm families on the many important details in, in setting up and creating an effective um, succession plan. And it is important for not only um, older age group farmers, but younger farmers will have a succession plan in place for their own farm. Um, there are a number of issues involved in that, and I suppose this event is designed to help farm families through this process. Um, at the clinic itself, as was on the day, there will be a short address, I suppose, covering the, the aspects that need to be considered when drawing up this succession plan. And then it's, also, it's open to farm families to have one-to-one um, conversations with some professionals that will be in attendance. Um, some of the professionals that will be there, I suppose, look, there will be accountants there, there will be solicitors there, um, succession mediators um, will be there on the day, as well as the citizens' information um, and the social welfare advisors. Um, and I suppose then from, from Chavis, I suppose we'll have our education officer will be there, as well as the financial specialists will be there on the day. So again, just the date, again, is the Monday the 23rd of September and starting at half past 10 in the Parkway Hotel in Dumanway. Look, if people could register on the day, go on the Chavis website, or, or if people could register, uh, go on the Chavis, Chavis website and just go into the farm transfer um, section there. Um, so the 23rd next Monday at half past 10 in Dumanway. This is a course that starts in the morning. It starts 10.30 a.m., 10.30 in the morning. There is a labour management day course taking place in Chagas McCroom fairly soon. Very important. I look just want to highlight this um, very worthwhile and interesting um, day that's being set up in, in and it'll be held in Chagas, in the Chagas office here in McCroom um, next Thursday, 26th of September, um, again at half past 10. Uh, the title of the event, I suppose, the first day of the week, is this achievable on, a, on an efficient dairy farm? You know, that's the title, but I suppose what will be discussed on the day when we go through that, but the event is open to everyone, um, but especially is a suitable to dairy farmers with maybe less than 120 cows. So it's the one-man um, farm with, with, with his own labour. I suppose issues that will be discussed on the day, I suppose, are tools to help, um, that tools that farmers need to help manage and improve their own work efficiencies. I suppose how to achieve a, a good work-life balance on the farm, um, time management skills, and also discussions on labour and labour management, and, and I suppose the source of labour, as you mentioned, John. Um, it's important to book, I suppose, beforehand. Um, there, there is a, a course fee of €50, Euros, which includes the lunch, um, and you have to register beforehand. So either contact the local office here in McComb, 026 41604, and they'll give you more information and more um, and, and, and help you register. But if you want to register online, it's on the mokra.ie forward slash mokra stroke skill net um, or, or else in the local office in, in, in the home and we, and we can talk to you. So the date again, Thursday, 26th of September, starts at half past 10 in the home office here.
10.30am uh, here in the Chagos office here in Mufo. We turn from labour management, time management, to grassland management, grass 10 walks, grass 10 walks coming up fairly soon. I suppose uh, the, the grass 10 comes from, I suppose, trying to get 10 grazings in the year and, and, and I suppose to utilise 10 tonne per year. Um, so look, that's the aim and that's where the grass 10 um, idea came from. Um, what I'm trying to highlight at the moment, so John, look, I suppose autumn is a very important time for getting your grassland plan ready for, for the autumn time, but also for the grass to have that there next spring. So that's what these farm walks are. So the title is preparing for 2020. Um, so I suppose the, at the event itself, they'll be emphasising so the importance of how you close the off strategy for the autumn and, and also then preparing for the spring grass next spring in 2020. The, in the Cork region, the grass 10 event will be on in Chavos and Moore Park. Um, that's on the Thursday, the 3rd of October. So Thursday, the 3rd of October, starting at 11 o'clock. Um, and again, I suppose it could give farmers, I suppose they'll be able to see the research and demonstration farmers firsthand and be able to receive updates on different trials. But that's the importance of, of, of those events. So Thursday, uh, the 3rd of October, starting at 11 o'clock up to 2 o'clock, but in Chavis and Mota. Here you will see the actual implementation of the grass 10, the 10 grazings per year, that concept in operation, and you can talk to the people who have actually done this. See um, first-hand um, experience and first-hand look at it um, and seeing what they're doing and how they're achieving um, those targets and, and setting up your farm for the autumn, but most especially for next spring. Um, that grass is very, very important and, 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 and the best way of trying to do that. Thank you, Anthony. Mr. Anthony Deneen, Dry Stock Advisor with the Chagas Codra McCroom Office. Full interview with Anthony in the midweek edition of the Dairy Gold Farm Talk programme between 10pm and 11pm on this coming Wednesday evening. And that's our programme for this morning. I'm John O'Connor. Thanks to John Foot on Controls and to you, the rest, for tuning in. Have an enjoyable weekend. Next Agri Update on this coming Wednesday evening between 10 pm and 11. Thanks for listening. Dairy Gold Agri Business for quality feed, expert service, and support you can trust. Big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big-